Family from the Heart podcast episode number 389. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back. Stephanie is writing me a note on my show prep form on my iPad Pro. Not bad for being upside down. Not bad at all. Babe, how are you? I'm okay. Excellent. That is wonderful. Are we relaxed after being back from spring break? Or do we need to relax now that we're back from spring break? I don't know. I I think I'm okay. (laughs) Okay. I think I'm okay. Stephanie is... Well, she's not undecided. What? On, On the whole deal. I'm not undecided. Okay, good. So, okay, so we did, how many times am I going to say so? I don't know. I'm going to type this, uh, the title of this week's episode, so. So. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it works. Uh, All right, a couple of topics that I have. Do you have any topics other than the one you just wrote upside down? I don't don't know. You want to start with that? I I wing it. No, we don't need to start with that. Yeah, let's start with it. We always start start with the very beginning. No, because That's like the last. That's not the beginning. The beginning would be two weeks ago. All right. So two weeks ago, we talked about the fact that (laughs) our family was doing a challenge of 100. Well, I made a challenge of 100 days of no sugar, no artificial sweetener, no bread, no pasta, and no deep fried foods. I think you were really just going to, let's see how I can pinpoint the fact, or not pinpoint, Can I can point out to the fact that I am boring in more ways than just the fact that I can sometimes be boring. I would not argue that it may have had that unintended consequence, <laughs> but I was really trying to pinpoint the the I reason know. behind the fat that was growing around my body in spite of the fact that I'm freaking killing it at the gym and in cardio six days a week. Yep. And I pinpointed it. I found it. I Actually, it, you didn't. What do you mean I didn't? Because you cut out so much, you can't pinpoint one thing. Whatever. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, uh, She's right. Damn it. What do I do now? Sorry, I curse. (laughs) So here's the deal. I did pinpoint it. I happen to know that it was caused by the artificial sweetener in Monster Energy Drinks, which produced We covered that months ago. Catch up, dude. And so- You already knew what it was. But- it led me to making the decisions to the sugar, and all of a sudden I was eating more bread- you're blaming all of your choices on Monster. What? No, I'm blaming it all on my choice to drink Monster. But that's not. That's where it started. And okay. and, and the occasional pint of ice cream every the, now and then. The Monster did not make you decide. Oh, I want ice cream tonight. That was that was Cliff. That was you decided. Yes. I want ice cream. Tonight. I, I will. I will agree. It was the monster. I'm, I'm going to go get and ice cream. cream. And even though my ice cream is too frozen to stick this spoon in, I'm going to sit here and stab it anyway until I eat the whole thing. That that's what led to right. the extra fat that was on your body, even though that you were killing it. It was not the monster. The monster. It was your decision to include the monster and the ice cream and the chips and the fried foods and. <sighs> Into your diet. All of the above. It was still Cliff. It still starts and ends with Cliff. It did. Okay. And Cliff decided to get rid of all the crap. That's fine. Cliff is boring. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. My poor kids. If I hear my kids say one more time, I can't have, I think I'm going to cry for them. And I've never told... They don't understand that. They don't understand that. They think that, that they're trying to follow by example. They want to... Be like Mike or whatever. and oh, it's, <laughs> Is that a terrible thing that my kids are all of a sudden like, wow, maybe when, I should have. When it's working in an opposite way and they're feeling like a failure because they're not get their. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just tell them, dude, just eat all the sugar you no. want. I'm going to throw things at you. Why? Because that's not what I'm telling them. Okay. But I'm just saying that it. I don't see it as a terrible thing that all of a sudden they're questioning what they're eating. 
And when they actually I don't think it's are eating thing. sugar, they're asking themselves, oh my gosh, how do I feel about this? And then processing that in a more healthy way is what we should help them with. But the fact that they're actually making decisions to eat less sugar and less... I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm okay. saying when it turns around and it becomes negative and I'm a failure, I can't do this, I... You know, well, that's what I'm saying. I'd rather deal with that than, oh my gosh, I just ate a pint of ice cream. I ate five pieces of pizza and I feel like a failure. That's, that's a- you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't eat five pieces of pizza ever. So anyway, it, it, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm on day, now, I'm on day 32. I could eat the cheese off of five pieces of pizza. Okay. Luckily for me, cheese has not been cut out. But you I just, cut out cheese, it's going to go down. My update is I'm on day 32. I have not had any of the above listed items at all. And I will tell you that I don't miss them. I'm not actually even thinking that I'll I'll add those back into my diet after the 100 days at this point. Um, but, oh, and, and that it has had a dramatic dramatic impact on the scale and i think that it's been precipitated recently by the fact that cycling weather is back as well true so on top of that but um i've dropped 19 pounds in 31 days in the first 31 days that's pretty incredible so for me i i pinpointed what was causing me to make decisions and why and i that's a big pinpoint it is a big pinpoint it's like I don't think that's a pen, but it's like one of those bingo blotters. That's more like what you're going for. I bingo blotted what my problem was. And I cut out the whole card. I, You know, some people are like, you know, are, so you don't eat any carbs at all? No, I eat carbs. He eats carbs all the time. I, not all the time. But not wrong carbs. I, I, eat, I, I eat sweet potatoes. I eat even regular. <gasps> I eat regular potatoes. You know, yeah, the, because they're just too good to pass up. The white ones. Especially when you like smother them in cheese. <laughs> I don't smother them all in cheese. No, I do. But, um, I, you know, I, I eat potatoes. I, I eat other carbs. And I even go to Chipotle. I even get the brown rice. <gasps> I stay away from the white, but that's just because brown rice, brown rice I don't, is an option. Because the white tastes better. There you go. But but I am but I did give up those other things. And it's, it is working for me. And because of the foods that I'm eating... They're so much lower calorie that there have been a couple times where to consume 1,200 calories as a minimum. You have to eat more. I actually, at, at night, I'm like, okay, I have to eat like 280 more calories today or else I won't, if I, my, my fitness pal won't let me close out my day. Yeah. So. Uh, On days like that, I just don't close my day. Yeah. But I did two Because I don't like forcing myself to eat something just to make it to 1,200. If I'm not hungry, I'm not hungry. Right. I I think that that's silly. Anyway. Okay. But I I went on two bike rides this week, and each bike ride I did was 20 miles, and I burned over over 1,000 calories. I think it was close to 1,200 calories both days. That that, I have to walk my bike up the last part of the hill Mm -hmm. here. Anyway. Anyway, I had my first spill on my bike. I saw. Yes, if I'd missed it on Facebook, I would have caught it when McKenna showed me on Instagram, or I could have just waited and you texted it to me directly. <laughs> <laughs> I donated some skin off of my knee. That was nice to Guile Conrad Park. All right, I'm sure the park appreciated it. Yeah. Yeah. So I went out for. It doesn't have very much old man skin down there. <laughs> it does now. So <laughs> I can't believe you just called me an old man. Thanks, babe. I feel better now. Oh, you're welcome. So I went out for that first ride. It was like like 72, 76 degrees. I don't know. And it was beautiful, sunny out. I looked at the weather forecast and it forecasted rain and thunderstorms like later in the evening. But it had this wide open area of where there's no storms brewing. And I'm like, hey, this is a perfect way, chance for me to get out. So I went 10 miles out. And then five miles back in, all of a sudden I hear thunder, and I'm like, "Oh no!" And the clouds are getting increasingly dark. And have and are you? Do you know what it's like when you actually see uh, off in the distance? There's like a wall of black coming yeah. from the sky, mm-hmm. and it and it's like literally rain is so heavy that you see it as a wall of black. Yep. 
that's what I saw ahead of me. Yep. And the last five miles coming home was a wall of black. It was raining so hard that it felt like hail. Okay. What did it hail here? It did not. Because I was at my sister's and we got heavy hail. Yeah. Heavy hail. And I w- and I was afraid that hail was coming mm-hmm. based upon the storm. It's this it was definitely the type of storm that definitely normally produces hail. But it wasn't hail. It was just coming down with such force that mm-hmm. it felt it stung like it was hail. But it was all it was all wet. There was mm-hmm. no ice involved because no, you would see ice bounce off. The yeah, we watched road. it bounce off her re- off her roof. Yeah, so this this had no bounce. It it definitely was it was just rain, but it was it was like massive rain, and it started coming down sideways, and and I was soaked. And the road is fine. I I, I know how to ride the bike on the road without any problem at all because my very first triathlon was done in the rain and they literally gave us 10 minutes of instruction on how to ride your bike on pavement um, when it's raining and they told us the things to avoid well the thing is is I knew that the park was coming up between home or between where I was and home and I knew that I needed to climb this big hill and it was going to be a massive storm Um, I did this as a fasted cardio ride actually no I didn't I, I actually had one um, quest energy bar before I left and I took another one with me because I knew I would need the second quest energy bar to get me up the hill. All right. Coming back home. And so I knew I needed to stop and eat the bar, but I mean, literally it, it's like, can you really sit and eat a meal bar with it raining sideways? And so I like, I know the park is down there. I know the park has a shelter. I can stand under there and get some reprieve from this, this, painful rain that's coming down and so I, I i ride my bike down in there and then there's sidewalk that leads to it but it's not just a straight sidewalk into the thing that you, you have to go around little curves because they have the landscaping stuff well, i didn't think about all of the pollen that had come and come off the trees and had solidified and how slick that was and so all i did is i came around the curve and just barely turned and thankfully because it happened there and because i was going so slow when I barely turned, my bike literally left from out underneath me. It, it's like it was gone. And I pushed, I actually was pushing it away because I wanted to have a clean fall. I landed on my left knee and I actually allowed myself to roll over so that I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. try to brace myself with my arms or anything like that. Um, it, it was pretty bloody. <laughs> my knee was. And and I, I, I thankfully it was raining really hard. So I had fresh, clean water fresh to clean it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that, that was my first little thing. My, my chain fell off my bike. I had to put, put that back on and my rear view mirror that is on my handlebar, um, had to be completely readjusted. Nice. But thankfully the bike was not hurt. I was. <laughs> thankfully the bike was fine. And, and then second to that, um, I, I was okay. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, because I, I was like 40 minutes away. So. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, is the question is, is w- was my knee hurt so much? Am I going to be able to get bike back home, home? Right. Uh, or even walk my bike home? But thankfully, it was it was just, a, I mean, a very bad skinned knee. And uh, and that was it. Cool. My first bike wipeout. Yes. <sighs> so tell us about robotics, Stephanie. You're not even going to ask me how I'm doing? Uh, well, do you want to? I, I, okay, please share. How are you doing in your fitness and health journey, babe? You, you weren't you. You were just gonna skip right over. You no, just take no. up what the first what twenty minutes? I asked you to start. Not with that topic. Do you want to? That's I didn't know if you wanted. To I talk don't even about, know what. I don't even know what number day uh, I'm if on. If I'm on, if I am on day thirty-two, you are on day twelve or no day twenty-two. I was gonna say twelve because you're just ten yeah. behind me. Okay, so. In the last 22 days, I have had bread twice and sugar once. One of those was on the same day. And um, and I'm okay with that. Yep. I'm okay with that. My, As you should be. My workouts, um, which is the big thing for me, cutting out, cutting out um, soda on a regular basis and... Um, Mentally not thinking of pasta as a dinner option. And let me tell you, I am a sugar sugar addict. I know. 
So like the fact that I had was. No, I'd still uh, sit. Yeah, okay. No, I, I'm jonesing for a fix. I'm still an addict. <laughs> well, you're jonesing for a fix, especially today because of last night. Because yesterday, um, I did allow myself to have a few bites of cake. What was the first one you said you allowed yourself bread when? I had a bun with my hot dog on Easter Sunday. Oh, okay, that's at my fine. sister's. Yeah, I was I was craving a hot dog in the bun, and um, my brother-in-law made it perfectly charred for me it was per- it could have been it would have been more charred if it was on um a, a charcoal grill but as best as he could do on a gas grill. a gas grill it was it was perfect and i put it on a bun and it was so good mm-hmm. the first time and then i was and then i settled that craving and i was fine and then for mckenna's birthday yesterday and then yesterday for mckenna's birthday i had um some chocolate cake, a little bit of chocolate cake, and I, we went to um, Buca, Buca de, de Beppos. Beppos. Yes, because McKenna wanted bruschetta, and they have the best bruschetta in northern Kentucky, so that's where we took her. Now, for those that don't know this, Buca, and now many people in the United States, they've, they've I don't know how big Buka is. I know it's not just in the Cincinnati area. No, it's a ch- it's a chain. They're yeah. They're I don't know over. how far it's spread. Throughout. There's in New York. They're in Vegas. There's one in California somewhere. Okay, they're, so yeah. there's a good chance that a ma- a majority of those in the United States have either heard of Buka de Beppos or you've been there. But for those in the United States who haven't heard of Buka, and definitely for those outside of the U.S., I'd love to explain what Buka de Beppos is. It's an incredibly awesome experience. It's called Family Dining. Mm-hmm. It's an Italian place, and they're mostly known for their spaghetti and meatballs, and their meatballs are larger than your big fat brother's fist. All right? Yep. So, <laughs> so not not like Stephanie's big fat brother, but if you have- Who is not fat anymore? Oh, my goodness. I ran I'm, into I'm my brother saying, at Kroger the other night, and I was quite in. Careful with that. Um, well, move your stuff. You know I'm coming in. Okay. Let me come move it. I, I got it. It's nowhere near my chair anymore. So Cliff is freaking out because his camera tripod was touching my chair and I was moving my chair and it was moving the tripod, which was moving the camera. All right. It's fun to watch Cliff freak out. Okay. It really is. Anyway, so um, my brother was looking really good anyway, but yeah. he's still got a fat fist. But I'm, I'm talking like you <laughs> he's think he's got a big hand. I want yeah. you guys to think of the fattest, biggest fist you've ever seen in your life mm-hmm. on anyone. And Buca de Beppo's meatballs are probably that big, are about that big and maybe slightly larger. They're huge. And we are not exaggerating. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think it, it, it is. What is their slogan? Meatballs as know. big as your something. But I don't know. It's huge. Yeah. Uh, it, I would say they're about five and a half to six inches in diameter. Maybe that's that might be stretching it. That's probably stretching it. between but four still, and five inches yeah. in diameter. But they're so good. They're yes, oh they are. Oh my gosh! They're, they're and by so the way, they're good. only four hundred and one calories per meatball. I want to know how they know where the one came from. No, <laughs> like if it's just an estimation, which most calories are at that point. Where's the one coming in? Yeah. And when I cook dinner and I do calories, so I'm adding up all the calories from each ingredient. I'm putting in the dish and I'm dividing it by how many servings I have. I round up. Like if I get. You know, yeah, four hundred and two. I'm going to round to four hundred five just right. to be safe. To you know, for the couple, why four hundred one? I don't know, but why? that's that's what that was what was in my fitness pal. So <laughs> I don't get it. I went with four hundred one. So anyway, they're known for their spaghetti pasta and meatballs. And the other thing they're very known for are their appetizers and their most popular appetizers that you don't go to Bupa without getting these. Uh, one. Or the other, or both, okay. Um, and those appetizers are bruschetta, which is basically French bread. It's, yeah, it's toasted bread. Um, it would be Italian bread, babe, not I'm French. Sorry. Okay, so um, Italian it, bread. It's toasted Italian bread, and then it's like this oversized martini glass that is full of bruschetta, the tomatoes and the mozzarella cheese and the basil and the and balsamic, balsamic vinegar. vinegar. Oh, it's so yummy. And red onion. Yes, it's it's really really good stuff. And then they have like the most incredible garlic bread ever. I've never been to another place, nor have I ever had garlic bread anywhere else 
on this planet that is as good as Buca de Beppo's. Because um, they put actual sliced garlic on their garlic bread. Yes. I mean, it's It's sliced. They have sliced garlic in the garlic bread. It it is the most amazing. It's probably Italian bread as well, right? Um, toasted and and it's soaked in butter and garlic it's, and it, I would imagine it's the same bread that they use for the bruschetta. It's just sliced differently, probably. And they also not only is it soaked in buttery garlic <clears throat> and real chopped. You can cl- get it garlic, covered in mozzarella. Cheese. You get it covered in mozzarella cheese and and the why cheese would you not toasted on the top? Why it's, would you not? I'm sorry. Somebody's gonna learn that I love cheese. So. So here's the deal. It's McKenna's birthday. I'm on this no sugar, no bread, no pasta uh, commitment. And I'm like, oh, we're going to Buca's. Yep. <laughs> Matthew's like, oh, crap. Hey, he's been very good. Oh, he has. Yeah. No, it, but that was his very, reaction. He's probably been better than I have. Yep. So, so I knew that this was going to be quite the endeavor to for me to go there. But you know what? The interesting thing is, um, now you guys chose to order bruschetta and garlic mm-hmm. bread. I, no judgment from me nope. whatsoever. Um, and it was sitting there on the table in front of me. I smelled the garlic. Oh he my did, he gosh! He did pull the cheese off of a piece of. Well, bread. I will. I will talk about that. <laughs> but you know what? The interesting thing was. At that moment, it's sitting there right in front of me. I smell it. it. I had zero desire to eat that bread. Right. Like there, I mean, there wasn't even a hint of desire. There was, I thought it was going to be a very tempting experience. None whatsoever. See, and, and here, and I went in and I had a few pieces of bruschetta. I had one small triangle of the bread. I seriously picked the smallest piece of garlic bread that was in the basket. And then I had my other things and I didn't leave feeling bad about myself. And that's the things that the kids need to see and need to learn. Right. Is that there's no judgment from you when you're sitting on the other side of the table and you're not eating pasta and they are. And that they can leave feeling, still feeling good about themselves, knowing that today we're not having pasta, we're not having bread, we're not having sugar, we're not, you know, we're... You mean the the day afterwards, we're the, back yeah, to... Yeah, the day after, we're, we're back to, we're not... Just because we had it yesterday doesn't mean, oh, you know, We've I've ruined up. everything, I'm a failure, I can't do this Let's anymore. Let's just go ahead and start right. going back to what we were doing. Right. Yeah. So, and, and, and in that way, I think we are winning. We are. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, if anybody's interested, so I did eat yesterday at Buca de Beppo's. Um, as Steph, I did have some appetizer. And for appetizer, I had one spoonful of the tomatoes with mozzarella and red on the, the yeah. bruschetta without the bread. there's nothing wrong with eating that. All of that stuff is on my list. There's nothing that says I can't eat cheese. That's, I'm not on some slow carb paleo or any of that other diet. That This is mm-hmm. what I've determined is these are the things I stay away from. And, and that was for me. I wasn't prescribing for anyone. That's just for me. But yeah, so I had one spoonful of the, the tomato and, and cheese and basil and all that mixture. That was really, really good. And I did pull off, I think, three pieces of bread. I took the cheese and some of the garlic and it had some of the butter in it as well. I, I took the cheese off of three little pieces of the garlic bread and I just ate that. And it was it was incredibly awesome. And that's my favorite part anyway. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not missing bread. Right. Now, and then as a family, we ordered two dishes from Bukas. We ordered uh, spaghetti and meatballs with extra meatballs. It came with three or two. It comes with, uh, the small comes with two meatballs and we ordered three extra. So we each get our own. Although McKenna cannot eat a whole meatball yeah. by herself. And if I knew we weren't going to the movies, I would have eaten her other half. But anyway, so um, I had a meatball with very little pasta sauce on it. Um, but I had one meatball, 401 calories. And then we also had prosciutto stuffed chicken. Yep. And that is lightly breaded. so But it's not fried. But it's not deep fried. And... It, it it is kind of a you know it's it's a on the bread side of things because of the breading, but I didn't actually consider that. It's like listen, th- this is the healthiest thing that I can eat here and stay within and still be a part of the celebration dinner of my daughter. 
And so I didn't even consider that at all. And it's like, listen, I had a a one chicken breast of prosciutto stuffed chicken and I had one meatball and I was fully satisfied. Mm-hmm. That was it. It was good. So, it was a very good dinner. It was and, a good time too. Yeah. And and the thing is, is I, I would love to just say, you know, we're we're on this. And again, it's this is I'm strict to these no things. My family is fairly strict on it as well by their own choice mm-hmm. with the exception of a birthday here or a special thing there. That, that's up to them. Um, but here's the interesting thing is that the question is, is it all boring? We've had some really interesting meals as a result of this. Yeah, we have. Well, I mean, we were making interesting meals before. It's just um, I think maybe we're noticing more now. I don't know. Yep. So it's good stuff. All right. So there. Did I give you enough of the hundred days? I just figured people might want to know how I'm doing since I said I wasn't. I'm not strictly committed to ninety days, but um, but I am watching what I'm doing. Yeah. I watched myself put that cake in my mouth yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that's the that's the other thing. You did actually go out and get a half of a chocolate cake. It was Kroger. It didn't come from Kroger. It came from um. Rimke because they serve Cervati's cake. Okay. And um, it is half of a small square cake. Okay. So, yeah. And and so that w- you guys brought that home. I think all of you ate that. Did, did Matthew, Matthew didn't eat any. Matthew stayed away from nope, it? just the three girls. Did he have an option? Did you give him an option to have some cake? He knew I was going to get it. He didn't okay. come down. He okay. would have rather played Dota than eat chocolate cake. Yeah. So I ate his piece too. And there was plenty <laughs> left like, over after you guys were finished. I, and we threw it away. And I came in and before you threw it away, I smelled it. It smelled amazing. It was amazing. Um, but again, not because like, oh my gosh, I would terribly be horrible. I mean, it's my daughter's 12th birthday. Could I make that exception and be completely fine and and, and no big deal whatsoever? Absolutely. Just no desire. Mm-hmm. That desire wasn't there. And that's the coolest thing, I think, that after 32 days, after you know a month of this, I don't even desire the sugar. I don't desire the bread. I don't desire the pasta. And I don't desire the deep fried foods. And I, that, for me, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Because I was really moving in a very poor food choice direction. And that's a, that's, that's a good thing for you because... Myself and at least one of our children think completely differently than you do. And because we're telling ourselves we don't, we can't have it, we want it more. Gotcha. And so I do still desire those things. But I think part of that is because I'm telling myself I can't have it. Right. That leads me to a different uh, discussion. There, there's a, there, there's a friend that I have and this friend will not listen to this show, but, um, I have a friend on Instagram, and this friend had at the this very same day that I made the commitment to 100 days of clean eating. Mm-hmm. This other friend said, "Oh my gosh, okay, I'm definitely taking my nutrition and health ser- seriously. I've got to cut out the monster drinks as well. I've got to, you know, I am like going crazy with sugar. Uh, it's ridiculous how much sugar." And this person happens to be in the industry of health. And nutrition and fitness, and um, you know, I, I knowing that this person was also making this commitment, I was sending uh, encouragement. Did this person did two or three days of rock solid? You know, hey, I've made these wise choices, and I, were, they were posting the the their meal updates and what they're having and food prep and all this other stuff. And then day four came along, and it's like, oops. Was a it, it was a picture of what they were having, and it was oops, and then it was the next. Uh, actually, it was later that evening. It was another. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this! And then the next day, and then all of a sudden, you start seeing the justification for all of these decisions, mm-hmm. and and then some. Day, and then finally, one day, it's like, okay, screw it. I'm having this, this, and this, and they showed these Reese Reese cup butter peanut butter cup eggs banana sh- or a, a bunny shaped for mm-hmm. easter and she it's like I, I well i said it's a she now but anyway but she she posted this and she goes and you know what and she goes and i'm okay with this because you know 
I don't restrict what I eat. And it's like, wait a second, you know, a couple Four of days weeks, ago, a couple <laughs> days ago, you were restricting what you ate and you felt great about it as a nutritionist, you know, and now all of a sudden, because you're back into the sugar, because you're addicted to sugar, you're saying, I don't, res- I don't restrict my food. And it reminds me of uh, another friend of ours over the years who's, who's gone, you know, all, I don't count calories. And, and I'm not, I don't mean to judge anybody who thinks differently, but the one thing I hear is like, listen, I don't restrict what I eat. I don't restrict how much I eat. You know, I, I don't restrict it. It's like that, that to me, and it's the same thing as saying, you know what? I don't restrict how much I use my credit card or how much, how many things I buy on Amazon. I don't restrict how much money I spend at going out to eat. I don't restrict, I do not restrict my spending. And if you don't, re- if you're not paying attention to the the amount of influx and outflux of cash, right? You run into ma- major financial issues, and I just don't understand the idea of not paying very close attention to the influx and outflux of calories consumed and expended. It it's the same as a financial situation. One is going to get you bankrupt financially. Uh, and one is going to get you bankrupt health-wise. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. How does my comment bring that up? What I'm, did you say? Oh, it's something about restricting. Because I'm restricting, be, I want Because I'm restricting more. myself. You're okay. wanting more. Okay. And, and, I, and I just. Uh, that are, doesn't mean I'm going out and having them. I mean, I, I have had them. Yeah. But not in an excessive way. And see, that's the thing is. is and the, even last night with the cake, three bites and I was good. And if let me ask you this: If you did not have the restriction for yourself, would you have would you have ate more cake than you did last night? Yes, I would have baked one and and not bought it. Right, and I would have licked my fingers every time the icing got on them, and I would have probably had like seven cupcakes. (laughs) No lie, I can put away some serious cupcakes, and um. So, but here's the deal. Because you but chose... But I'm consciously thinking about it. Because you consciously chose to restrict that food group mm-hmm. from your thing, you are still allowed to say, you know what, I'll make an exception for this case. Right. But it's the, the fact that you decided, I'm going to track my spending of calories more intentionally, doesn't, that's not a negative thing. Right. And so, uh, yeah, that, that's what led it to me. Okay, it's like I, okay. I was just, I whole, was... It's like, I don't, I don't restrict my, what I, you know, I don't okay. restrict... I don't put food. restrictions on what I eat. And that is an irresponsible way to take care of your body, in my opinion. And I'm not a nutritionist. Right. I'm... Well, the thing is, is... I'm I, not. I, I happen to have had conversations with this person. And I know that if I would have said, hey, what do you think about me just saying, you know what, anytime I feel right. led down the right. the ice cream aisle that I go ahead and do that. And, and the next day I'm making well, cookies and the next day I'm making this and the next day I'm doing this. You think that's okay? Right. You know, <laughs> I, I happen to know that as a nutritionist, this person would have said, uh, maybe you might right. want to start restricting how much of that. Maybe you, they wouldn't have used the word restricting. They w- may not have used that but word because they feel like that word's bad. And, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like it's kind of like the same thing where um you know I look at how um my grandma cooks. Okay, things are still fried in Crisco. Things are you know and and all oh, eating that way is fantastic. I love it. But the reason that they could do that her whole life is because they worked outside every day, all day. So when you're working outside in the heat or in the cold and, you you know, you can come in and have a full meal of fried foods and, you know, heavy starches and because you're going right back out to work it off. But when you're eating that way and you're sitting on your rump all day, rump is expanding. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. And, and maybe restrict is not a great word because I think for you, I think that that's what you're saying. It's like, man, I'm restricted. See, for me, I, but I'm also the one thing in life I can control. I can control what I buy. I can control what I put in my mouth. I can control myself. And, and it is, and that is what I am working on. So where it has caused some frustration 
in the word restriction, maybe. Yep. I know that it's me learning to set um, boundaries and disciplines for myself. Maybe disciplines is a better word. Right. The interest- I don't like to be disciplined either. <laughs> you can ask my dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a difference between dis- being disciplined and self-discipline. Right. And self-discipline is not a lot of fun either. No. But it is required. It really is the same thing. It really is the same thing. Someone is is putting you in line, whether it is yourself or someone else. I agree, but I it's always best like, to put yourself in line than to have somebody else put you in line. Well, maybe I've just never really let anyone else put me in line. Unless it's your chiropractor. <laughs> and and then- oh, he can, I'm going to see him later today. I really need him to put my hip in line. But I would say, honestly, since I was 17, I don't think I have let anyone else put me in line. I know that I told you this already, but um, update on the hip thing. Um, yes. So Monday, because yesterday, I really want to hear you end this story with like the sentence that's running through my head. You'll get it. Okay. So yesterday, <laughs> I went to the gym and did chest and triceps. So I did bench press. I did, I think, four or five set. Actually, I did five sets of bench press um, yesterday. And every time when I got up, no hip problem at all. And today, Stephanie, I did one hundred full decline sit ups. Not once did I have the hip problem. You were right. My hip was out of alignment. Thank you. It only took months. Months of of you being in pain. I kind of love this. (laughs) So there you go. But anyway. He doesn't admit that I'm right. The the interesting thing is I I guess I said, you know, no food. No, I don't know what other word than the fact that I have decided that that I I am restricting myself from eating those. I, I said I am not eating these things. So that is the word restrict is the right word to describe that. But it, for, but for me, this isn't something that anybody's restricted me from doing. Right. They haven't prescribed this to me. I, I personally chose to commit to this to myself for the reasons that I personally knew I wanted to do it for. And and so I I don't know how, what other word that you use if it's not restrict. I, I have decided to restrict my diet for 100 days from eating those things. I don't know whatever other word I could use other than that because that is, I, I have decided to restrict myself from those right. food, foods. I don't know either. The interesting thing is, is that I, you know, there there is, if anybody doesn't like it, unlike some of the other things, it's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do this. You should... It, it, the the thing is is I can't people can't say well gosh Cliff you can't do the slow carb diet because of this you can't do the Atkins because of this right you they can't, can't tell you that you can't restrict yourself it, on certain it, on sugar well the th- that's the thing it's like Cliff no your body needs sugar well actually there is your body does need sugar your it brain your actually brain requires need, sugar yeah but it 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 your body produces not the in sugar. the way that they want you to have it the, they being the um yeah. products. Right, exactly. The added sugar, the yeah. the processed sugar. That, thank you. Yeah. Your body does not require um, the the. Your body requires sugar. Eat a banana. Exactly, or eat a potato <gasps> and let your body slowly convert that into the sugar your brain needs. Or when we were in um, Gatlinburg for spring break, I had um, <laughs> this amazing salad from um, Bubba Gump Shrimps, and it had pears and um raspberries and strawberries it was so good yep it looked good it was good so anyway yeah that's enough. that's fun that's enough food talk we're doing good yes even though stephanie's not committed to it she is she no what i'm saying is last time you said no i'm not making that commitment Two i weeks said ago. i wasn't saying those words yeah because because but, i but, don't want to say those words and then have cake for McKenna's birthday and be, oh, it's but in a back way, back at day one, which the kids joke about all the time. They're like, back at day one. Yeah. Like, so tomorrow's no, day, you're not. You Matthew just pick said, up tomorrow's day one. I'm like, no, no, dude, no, 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 no. You, no. You've done, and what's he on like day 20? Maybe is he like, he's like, yeah, he's like two or three days behind you guys. And, um, or before you, I, I've just determined that at this point, 
whatever day you're on is what they're on. Okay. Even though you started a couple days before them, it's easier because I happen to know what I know. My calendar every day for the 100 days is it's actually listed. Okay. So when I look at my calendar today, I have an all day event every day that tells me what day number it is. So today's day 32 for me. Okay. So that works. Because of that, I know that it's day 22 for you. And if the kids ever ask me, what day am I on? You tell them the same that I'm. Okay. Yeah. Even though they're a couple days behind, it doesn't matter. No. And and they're all three doing very well. And, so. and that's what I'm saying is two weeks ago, you said, nah, I haven't made that commitment. But two weeks into it, two weeks later, you actually have I made have. that commitment. And and the f- fact is... And there have is, been two is, days in those 22 days that I have had something that is not on there. And I don't consider myself back at day one. And I don't consider myself a failure. And... And that's what's important for the kids to see. Yeah. So... There you go. There you go. What else do you have? Robotics. Robotics, babe. <laughs> Take it. So we went to Lexington for um, the what's it what's it called? STLP. Uh, um. S- yep. Yeah. Is it that? Yeah. I don't. I don't remember sure. what ST. I could look it up, but. Um, Science, technology, engineering, and no, that's STEM. Oh. When you put but but um but you're on the right track yeah anyway so the robotics tournament was at the um, Kentucky State STLP conference and um we all went down there had a great time um our, I think we all had a great time yeah. at Rupp oh, Arena I, I, I did and, it was an amazing yeah. time because and, we were I the cool thing is all five of us were well all four of us the rest of us were really genuinely enthusiastically supporting matthew yes and that was an incredible that for me just made it an enjoyable thing i that mckenna and matthew or mckenna and megan were both very supportive and desired for him to do well i think that was awesome so i think that um they and did they end up being fifth yeah, fifth in state, in which state, is really good. Out of how many teams? I don't know that. It's like fifty something, I think. But um, but really good. We're for um, Matthew and and his friend are were um the leaders of the team, um first year leaders of the team, and they're both sophomores. And I think they would have done so much better had they packed the 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 oh, robot yeah. and pieces the night before because Matthew forgot a piece. And they had to kind of scramble to make it work. Yeah, they create this thing. It's they call it a jig, but it's really a. T- it, <laughs> they call it's, it a jig. It's a template of of things that helps them exactly place the robot, the starting position of the robot, exactly in the same position every single time because they're all of the movements of the robot are pre-programmed. Right. And if you if it's out of alignment, even by a, a centimeter and a half, it'll it completely miss, its miss exactly. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, he forgot to bring the template piece or the jig for the first run, which was the one that actually generates the most points the for most them. Points, yeah. And so, the, you know, I think they would have gotten a, a, a lot more points had they not forgotten that. But in spite of that, they still made fifth place. They did. They did. They did really well. I was very proud of them, and um, and we had we had a good time. And so after we left Lexington, um. We, we went did, to Ted's did, Montana Grill. Yeah, we did go to Ted's. That was very yummy, and um, and then we headed to to Tennessee for a few days. We did. Did the mountains? Yep. You guys did the go karts. The go karts on the wooden track. Which why you have to do that every time we're down there is way beyond me. And um, and the rest of the time we just stayed in and kind of chilled. Yep. Megan and I went out on the golf cart together, mm-hmm. and um, the four of us, uh, minus you, the other four of us, um, we all played Mario Kart, yes, four-way playing, which was fun. Uh, let's see here. And then we got four movies from Redbox. And we watched four movies. Yes. Uh, well, a combination of us watched four movies. Right. So the first- One mo- that I had never seen before. What was the first movie we saw? Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, that's one you hadn't seen. Yes. All and right. I we watched it because the second one's getting ready to come out. Everybody but McKenna watched that one. No, Megan. McKenna Megan. fell asleep during that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we wanted Matthew and I wanted to make sure that at least you right. got to see it because the second one's getting ready to come out. And I think the other two will probably go see it if they, you know, even if they don't see the first one, 
and they'll be fine. But I, I, I knew we wanted you to see it. And what did you think about Guardians of the Galaxy? I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, the Blu-ray that we got from Redbox um, had some scratches on it. So I missed like four scenes. I'm hoping I didn't miss anything. I mean, I think yeah. I got the gist of the movie. But um, but I really enjoyed it. And I don't know how I managed to not see it the first time around. Uh, it was. I think it was one of you and Matthew did it in one of those days that you saw like four movies in one day or something, but uh, but it was it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. And then the second movie we saw, um, the accountant. Yeah. Did okay. We, did we watch? I think so. Or was it yeah. Moana first? No, I think we watched The Accountant You're first, right. and it then we the ate accountant. dinner, and then we all watched Moana together. So okay. we had already seen The Accountant, and you and I and really it. liked it. Um, I think Megan and Matthew liked it, but it took them a while to like process it and put it all together, and yeah, kind of figure I, out what had happened. I think you and I still agree that it's like a five star movie. Oh it, yeah, it was amazing. It's still I, incredible. I, enjoy, I, enjoyed I enjoyed it the it. second time. I enjoyed it the second time just as much as I did the first time. Matthew and Megan aren't upset that they sat through the movie, but I don't think that they particularly enjoyed it. I don't know. I think as they were talking and processing that they don't think it was a bad movie. Okay. They just think it was a lot to take in. Okay. In. Gotcha. Yeah. So anyway, but I I still think the accountant is out there. It's in Redbox. It's definitely worth seeing if you haven't seen it. Um, and then the third movie was Moana. I had not seen this, but I guess all of you had. McKenna had not. Oh, okay. No, um, we we got this. See, where did you go? San Diego. Uh-huh. You were in San Diego, and we red boxed Moana um, here at home. And I watched it with Matthew and Megan. And McKenna wouldn't come down and watch it. She was just in one of her um, one of her moods where people are too much, and um, and so she didn't watch it with that night with us. But we loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we loved it. And we kept telling her, Janie, you're going to love this movie. You should watch it with us. And um, and she just never did. And she started listening to the soundtrack. And so she knew the music going in when we sat down to watch it gotcha. last week. So. so I had not seen it yet. And the other day in the car, Megan puts on the You're Welcome song uh-huh. sang by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I didn't know what song this was. I didn't have any clue that it was from. And I'm like, this is so horrible. <laughs> Seriously? You're, what do you got me listening to, Megan? She goes, no, it's not horrible. It's what? from Moana. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's horrible. But now that I've actually seen the movie, I can understand why it's catchy and, yeah. and it would have more. It has more value. I haven't heard the song since then, but I heard it in the movie. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and, and I really enjoyed Moana. There is one scene I won't give anything Just away. Doesn't if you make have, sense, but th- there's one scene where they go way, way, way deep into the ocean, and that's all I will say. And I will just tell you that scene in my movie, in, in my opinion, it could be completely eliminated. Although it's necessary for one plot point, but wow, was it! It did not fit with the rest of the movie. But the overall, I really enjoyed the movie. It's not one that I personally want to see again ever. But I'm glad I actually saw it and I enjoyed it. Okay. That's what I would say about Moana. Very good. I really enjoyed it. Yep. And of course, by the way, and if you didn't know, the music written by Lynn manuel Miranda yep. of Hamilton. Yes. Okay. So, and then the final movie, the fourth and final movie that we saw on Spring Break from Redbox. Redbox was very happy with us. They were um, Passengers, yes. which again, we had seen before. Yep. And, oh, and you know what? You're right. The accountant, I think the kids did enjoy. Passengers was the one. I know Matthew did not like. Right. Matthew Matthew is, well, both of them will, Megan and Matthew will agree. And again, McKenna didn't watch this one with us. Um, will agree that Passengers was marketed incorrectly. Okay. Okay. Because Megan will tell you, can I say this? I can say this. What? Anyway, Megan will tell you. I went in, thought it, thinking it was a space movie about these two people who were totally stuck in space. I didn't expect to get a love story. And Matthew will tell you, I went in thinking that it was a space movie and I got a love story. 
<laughs> he was like, so she was glad that she got a love story. And he's like, this is not cool. They cheated me. Okay. So I had this conversation with Matthew and he said exactly what you just said. And I said, Matt, but they have to throw in love stories because that's how you get the girls into the, the sci-fi girls movies. <laughs> I said, so they had to do that. I said, but Matt, and I can't give it all away, but they had this technology and this technology. He goes, yeah, that was really cool. And I said, this happened and that scene and this scene. He says, okay, I'll agree with you on that scene. But the rest of them, they're not really scenes. They're just little plot points. It's like, come on. It was a good movie. He's like, I I mean, even Guardians of the Galaxy gave you a love story or the starts of one. Come on, son. I expect more from him. But he he didn't. I'm gonna make him watch Hallmark. Matthew did not like Passengers, and and I I love. I still love this movie. I I love this whole whole genre of colonization of other planets and stuff like that. And I especially love that it wasn't a horror movie. You know, it's it's like there's a new Alien movie coming out. Aliens. Yep. And I guess I've never seen any of those. I haven't seen them either. And I couldn't watch the commercial. And I love the, the I love the concept of you know the how do you get there the the cryo freeze and all that stuff and and reanimation once you get there and and you're, it's like ninety years later, one hundred and twenty years. I love all of the 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 science fiction of all of that stuff. And what I loved about Passengers is it wasn't a horror story, right? And I'm like, so that I I got it was like the most incredibly awesome. It's kind of like The Martian wasn't a horror story. Right. It was a The Martian is another. I I would say I enjoyed The Martian more than I did Passengers. Okay, but those two movies are some of my favorite space movies. Interstellar is is a close eighth I've not in the seen that in one. the genre you haven't seen interstellar oh we have to watch that together although i have to warn you it has the slowest most boring opening to this movie and it's like hmm. 20 to 30 it's a long been movie. there done that but it is it is a good movie okay but i think i from what i recall of sitting through that movie is that the opening just was so drawn out anyway that's interstellar interstellar yeah okay. i'll have to see that i haven't seen it now, you uh, and the girls went over to your sister's this weekend. Matthew and I went to see... Because it was a holiday. <laughs> I know. It was... Matthew and I went to go see a movie, and he cho- I told him, I said, you choose the movie. And so he said, F8. So we I was- am so unhappy with the two of you. I'm sorry. Seriously. This well, is why. This is exactly why I never saw. Has Guardian he told you anything? I told him. I said you must not. Tell oh, mom if he anything. does, I will. I will disown him. I'm not even kidding, Matthew. People, I love my son. I really, really love my son. I love that I only have one son, but I love my son. But he is the worst movie spoiler in the world. Yes. And I will not sit next to him if he goes when I go to see this movie. Yeah. He and he'll he'll say, "Oh, it was," and I'm like. Joe, that's a spoiler. And he, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Shut up. He just you can't you can't watch things with him if he's seen them first. Yeah, because he is the worst spoiler. Uh, yeah, I, in e- history. Even if you know sitting there saying, "Oh, I love this part," it's like, okay, we get it. We get it. It's good. So yeah, we saw it, and it is great. I won't tell you anything about it. Um, it's like one of the only franchises that can make eight movies and still be making great movies. The, I, I would say that each movie has progressively gotten better and better and better, and this one is no different. The Tokyo one was weird. Is that like two or three or something? Tokyo Drift but, was weird, but it I wasn't agree. bad. But it was a. I still remember it being a great movie and a, a totally enjoyable car chase movie. A car chase. <laughs> oh, it's like the whole the whole movie is a car chase. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, but uh, yeah, we saw that and it was incredible. And whenever you're ready to go see it, I will. I Matthew and I both want to see it again. Okay. So, well, um, I I want to. I don't want to put off going to see it, but um, I know Megan wants to. See, well, I'm not even going to worry about that. Okay, I'm not going to put it off too long. Okay, so there's only two topics left, and we have six and a half minutes. Perfect. So before we leave for vacation, let me start. Let me start at the very beginning. Please do. When we built this house, it has a loft area upstairs, which was always designed to be a place for our kids to hang out with their friends. Okay. So when we moved in, 
got a couple pieces of furniture, put them up there. It didn't really work. It didn't. For a long time, McKenna thought it was like her overflow closet. (laughs) (laughs) And so it just held her laundry all the time. But it is, in fact, not her overflow closet. And last summer, was it last spring or last summer, I got rid of the furniture that was up there. And um, the girls thought, hey, this looks like a perfect storage unit to clean out my room and put everything I don't want in my bedroom right here in this nice little open area. And so it played that role for a couple of months. Um, But I had this idea in my head of what I wanted to happen up there. And I was just waiting for the funds to, um, to purchase the things to go in there, you know, because my funds are restricted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and so a couple of months ago I had bought, um, what I thought needed to be the first furniture, and that was my storage. So the the TV stand and bookshelves to store all the stuff that is going to stay in that room. Um, that was the first purchase. Phase one. Phase one, which was completed. And then before we go on spring break, you had went and spent some time with your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. You FaceTime me while I'm sleeping. Which I did not know. Which you didn't know. He didn't know that I went to bed early. And um, and so I'm sleeping and you're asking me if I want this couch that your mom and dad have. And um, uh, anyway, so um, your mom's like, she's sleeping. Ask her tomorrow. Or I, re- I remember her, you know, yelling in the background. And we talked about it the next day. You showed me the picture of the couch. You're trying to describe to me how big it's going to be. And I'm like, I'm sucking it up because it's a free couch it's a very nice free couch well let me just say this it happens to be more than a six it's a a couch that originally when purchased was over six thousand dollars and it's leather and it's brown and it's and it's a big sectional it is a very large couch and extremely awesome and my mom and dad were going to just give it away to saint vincent de paul which is perfectly fine except that i knew this would it would be ideal for okay, but our the way loft. you described it to me, it's like going to take up the whole room. Like it's really going to change the purpose of what that room is because the room will be couch. <laughs> like, that's it. I I and, probably I I did think that it was going to be a little bit bigger in there than it because when I measured it, I overestimated. But when I actually measured the walls here, I didn't overestimate, and so. Yeah, so I, anyway, I thought it was going to be a little bit larger in there than it, what it is. We got the couch yesterday. We paid to have a moving company pick it up from my in-laws and bring it here. Yeah, so basically so this this couch, we paid for, it was a minimum of two hours. It cost us 200 So this over $6,000 couch we got for 240 bucks. Right. And it's kind of perfect. It is perfect. It's It's kind of, everybody loves it. Um, the space looks good. We'll still have to do some organizing and decorating, but it is well on its way to being what and, it was meant to be. And all so. day yesterday. And we have a totally new open living space in our house. And and that's where our... We, that's where we hung out last that's night. That's where we all hung out last <laughs> night. And it was just natural. We didn't do it intentionally. It's just like... Matthew this, comes out of his room and goes, hey, what's everybody doing right here? <laughs> Yeah, and Megan had a friend come over yep. last night. And, and we and, sat up there? And we all sat up there with Megan and her friend, and we're sitting there on the couch. It's good. It was incredible. It, McKenna like, doesn't like it. Well, I'm, I've got Because the some, TV's I've got on the other side of her wall. We might need to put like some soundproofing behind the TV we or won't, something. We won't, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to get speakers. Uh, I am going to get something and put speakers on both sides of the couch, okay. behind the couch, and I'm going to run a wire that will allow the 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 audio to travel from that side of the room up to the back okay. side of the room. And so the um, sound will be behind you instead so of in front exactly. of you. Exactly. Um, because the TV is up against the wall that her bed is on. And so I went in last night to tell her good night. She's like, yeah, I don't like this. I don't yeah. like you guys out there. I'm trying to go to sleep. I hear the TV. I hear your noise. I just wish everybody was in their own room. <laughs> she was, she was tired. She was ready to go to bed. She'd had her fill. Um, but, uh, but I think once she hangs out out there, she'll she'll yep. enjoy it. So, so I'm going to start the music. That means two minutes to finish up with okay. your last topic. Well, it's just it's just one of those it's just one of those topics that reminds you that 
you know, time's moving a little too fast and things won't slow down. We've, you know, Megan went to school on Monday from spring break and straight out of the gate, they're talking about senior pictures and, and all this. And then I turn around and, you know, it's Tuesday and McKenna's turning 12 and I'm like, where did, where did this, when, when did this happen? When did I get old enough for my baby to be 12? <laughs> like, I still feel like I'm not old, as old as I am. Like, right. And, um, and then I turn around and my baby's turning 12 and she's like, why is it a big deal, mom? I'm like, well, it's the last year before your age ends in teen. And that's a big deal to me. Yeah. You want to know what I think though? What? As a very young father, actually even just before Megan was born, I was dreading the idea and the concept of having teenage children. I thought it I was like the, teenagers. I thought it was the scariest thing because all I had heard is horror stories from so many people that at the time we were going to those weekly congregational congregational gatherings yep. with. And they the horror stories that they told us, the things that we witnessed of some of the children of the teenage children that our friends had. And I'll be honest with you, I was I was scared of having teenage but Stephanie, I am so incredibly thankful to God for the teenage children and preteen child that we have been blessed with. They are freaking amazing. Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. I, I love having teenagers. We just spent a holiday with my siblings and they all have way younger kids. And I left enjoying my teenagers so much more. There you go. Well, my friends, the music is over. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Family from the Heart. And until next time, we encourage you to live your life on purpose. Podcast. Add some man.